I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Jacob in for Joe today. So we've got Jacob and Harvey who are uh, steering this ship as we're with you for the next three hours. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It is actually gorgeous out. How are you guys doing? Oh, I'm tired. How about you? You're, you're tired? Yeah, long night. I'm doing good. You're just going to leave it? Better. You're going to leave it? Wait, wait. Harvey's just going to leave it like long night? Like, Yeah, who cares? No about, who's going to ask me about my long night? Really? I'm I'm curious. Long not, listen, you've got to produce the show for the next three hours. I need you like on your toes, dude. Oh, I'm on my toes, all right. I'm standing up. <laughs> Jacob, you're slumming. You're you're usually your Monday through Friday. You're slumming this weekend, dude. What happened? I might you, you you tick somebody off to get the weekend shift? I was just about to say I might have pissed off the powers to be and they just, <laughs> you know, put me here. They obviously think I love working, so why not? Right. Hey, listen, I love having you on the show, so I'm thrilled to have you on with us today. So it's great to have you back, my friend. Uh, Anita Marks with you for the next three hours. Uh, We've got a jam-packed show uh, with a number of guests. Hopefully you like guests. I know some people don't. I do. Phone lines will be open, 800-919-3776, throughout the entire three hours. So uh, Mark Raimondi is uh, is going to join us from Dallas. Why? Uh, He is there for the Jake Paul fight. Now... I'm full disclosure. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm really big into boxing or WWE or UFC or any of it. I'm not, but the other night I'm sitting at home. I like to multitask. I put on Netflix and I'm searching around. There's really not a lot of really great stuff out there right now. Um, if you, if you do watch television late at night and you're, you're surfing around, you know what I'm talking about. And I come across the Jake Paul special on Netflix and I'm mesmerized. I am absolutely mesmerized. You want to talk about you. You want to talk about a true American uh, rags to riches story. It's Jake Paul and his, his brother, Logan Paul. Uh, these dudes, 28, 26 years old, grew up in Ohio uh, from a very, um, you know, not wealthy family um, and got into the whole YouTube influencer. What, 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 what do we want to like, you know, was a, back in 2014. Okay. When they were youngins and, um, and, and kind of, you know, that's how they kind of hit the scene and, became really, really uh, well-known in regard to a lot of their antics and stuff that they would post on social media. You know, if anybody out there, and let me ask you, uh, Harvey and, 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 and Jacob, do you guys, do you follow influencers? Like, or, like, I think there's this one influencer, her name is Alex. She's really pretty blonde. She's down in Miami. She goes to the University of Miami. I think she's got like over like a gazillion followers. She makes like a gazillion dollars a month because she's this influencer. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Alex is her name? Her name is Alex something. I and and I, I apologize. I, I'm not I'm not um You talking about Alex Weiss? Um jeez. What do you you're gonna make me go on TikTok. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna go through this deep dark rabbit hole while I'm sitting here um trying to host a radio show. Hold on, let me just let me let me let me search her name and I'm I'm sure she'll come up. Um my point being is these Jake and Logan Paul are these two young men back in 2014 that, um, you know, really didn't, didn't, these are two guys, they didn't grow up boxing or, um, or wrestling or jujitsu or anything like that. Uh, but became these, you know, uh, YouTube stars and uh, and got a lot of money that way. But they're blessed with great genes and athleticism and decided to combine their, their ability and their um, creativity in regard to how they market themselves on the social media level. And they combined it in boxing and MMA and martial arts and, and all this. So now when these two worlds combine, you've got like a young hip Don King fighter um, who's going to be fighting tonight about, against Nate Diaz. This fight is going to be taking place in Dallas. But if you, if you watch this documentary, which I highly recommend if you have time today to watch it's like an hour an hour and 20 minutes not a lot of your time uh the fight between jake paul and nate diaz probably won't go until probably i'd say 9 30 10 at the earliest so you've got a lot of time to take this in just to have an understanding of how jake paul got to be jake paul and him fighting tonight now in boxing he's six and one his last fight, he went up against Tommy Fury, split decision. That's how he lost. He's 6-1 with four, four KOs. And this will be Nate Diaz's first boxing debut. Of course, if you follow UFC, uh, he's a southpaw, obviously a UFC fighter, making his switch over here as well to take on Jake Paul tonight. I'm mes- after, and, and again, like full disclosure, I don't, I don't plan my... Saturday nights around MMA, UFC, boxing. I just don't. You know, I'm very old school. Like, I grew up watching Mike Tyson. That's when the world came to a screeching halt. And you were wagering not ra- not what round Mike Tyson was going to knock a dude out. You were wagering what second Mike Tyson was going to knock a dude out. Uh, that's, that's, that's when I feel boxing was, you know, uh, the best. Um, so we've come a long way, baby. Right. But tonight, Jake Paul is going up against Nate Diaz and, and just, and, and I understand there are a number of people like, like, so I've thrown out the Jake Paul, uh, Hey, have you seen the Jake Paul documentary? Oh, I hate him. I can't stand him. He's so obnoxious. He's annoying. He's so arrogant. He's such a jerk. This is what I this is what I'm getting. I haven't 
I haven't thrown out and, and I, the phone lines are lighting up and I love it. 800-919-3776. Please, let's have this discussion. I find this very interesting. I haven't found one person. In fact, I was playing pickleball today on the pickleball courts. Of course, as you know, that's all I do now. And um, my dogs will absolutely love it. And, and so, and somebody said, oh, well, you know, I, there's some sexual uh, misconduct allegations the FBI raided his home for some type of uh, riot that he that he was a part of at a mall. Apparently, him and his brother are in, involved in some crypto scams. Um, his brother went out and recorded some Japanese forest where it's known for suicide. I mean, listen, the, <laughs> these two dudes have made some really dumb, stupid decisions uh, in regard to uh, their social media following and in, in, in the content that they have produced. There's no denying that. Okay. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm more intrigued by the story here. This is a really wild story that I find it so intriguing, right? Like two young men from Ohio come from nothing find social media and jump on the social media YouTube channel in 2014 before we all really knew a lot about it, dominated it, made a ton of, I mean, millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, and then decided, hey, listen, we've done this. Let's hone our skill. We're two athletic guys. Let's learn how to box. Let's learn how to fight. And let's combine our marketing uh, success with our athleticism in boxing, in MMA, in UFC. And they've created this unbelievable success story. It's, it's to the point now where Jake is, is a, he's now a promoter. It's, it's, it's just wild. It's really wild. And so I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, like I'm in, and again, like, you know, love him, hate him, can't stand him. You just want to vomit. He's a jerk, uh, rude against him, whatever. That, that's not the point of my story here. My point, the point of the story here is, um, this is, this is an American success story. Whether you love him or hate him, whether you feel that they've done right or wrong, they're gazillionaires now came from nothing and was just absolutely brilliant in the way that they marketed themselves. And let's go one step further, teaching themselves how to box at a later age in life. This story is unbelievable, people. It really is unbelievable. So I am all in for this fight tonight. I've, again, full disclosure, I've never seen Jake Paul fight. I've never tuned in. And the reason I'm hooked is because of this Netflix special. Okay, 800-919-3776. Let's get your calls. Let's go to Tori in the Bronx. Tori, have you seen the Netflix special? I have not seen the Netflix special, Anita. I uh, appreciate you uh, taking my call. Um, I honestly am calling because of the, the concept of them being racks to riches and kind of like, uh, you know, just giving you a little bit more information on them just to kind of, you know, I don't want to educate you because, you know, you're a very educated woman, but... There's definitely a lot more to these guys than I think that, you know, the Netflix special is putting on, especially for, for Jake and even his brother. But they are super talented, if I'm wrong, and they've definitely worked their tails off these last few years to get to where they are. 
Um, but there's so much more to their story, uh, good and bad, for sure. And rags to riches, I don't know if I'd, I'd coin it as that, but for sure, um, uh, they, there there is, you know, some kind of slogan for them. I just can't, you know, create it at this at this moment. Well, um, but I, and, I will, well, again, Tori, don't it. don't go anywhere. Don't Tori, don't hang up. No, I want to have this fine. conversation again. I don't. All I know is this Netflix special, and it's not like their parents were extremely wealthy. In fact, they were abused by their father. They were abused by their father. So, 100%. like, I mean, I, I know that. I, know I mean, so, 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 you know, so educate, educate me more. I know that they were definitely Vine stars, um, which was an app that doesn't exist really. It's like TikTok before TikTok, I'd say. Um, but they were, they were on, one of them at least was on Disney Channel for a while uh, prior to all of well, those. Well, Jake, and, you know, Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that covers it. Tori, thanks for the phone call. So that, yes, part of the net. So they they created, you know, this this huge following on, on social media. And Jake went out and auditioned for a role on, on the Disney Channel. And he got it. So, yeah. But, but they created their own uh, YouTube channel and their own following prior to him going out and auditioning for the Disney, which neither of them thought that he would get. And he ended up getting it. And then, and then they let him go because of all the bad stuff that happened. Let's go to Cameron in Elmwood Park. Uh, Cameron, welcome in. Hey, what's going on? And you hope you're well. Hey, uh, I just wanted to touch base on like the fight. I mean, I've, I've only seen his boxing fight, Jake's uh, boxing fight with Tyron Woodley, one time, and I keep, I became very skeptical of it, uh, skeptical of it because of the fact that. You know, Tyron, who's a retired MMA fighter, who's been the welterweight champion for so long, you know, devastating knockout power. Just him, just watching that fight with Jake, the six rounds, uh, they, they went, you know, and then the knockout, it's like he lowered his hands. And I'm like, you're a professional MMA fighter. You've got to have your, you know, you have your guard up all the time. Like, how do you, you see the slow winding punch and you don't, you let your guard down? And, you know, with him fighting Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz has been, you know, he's been on a losing streak in the MMA world for quite a bit. He's taken so much damage, you know, there's a lot of scar tissue there. But, like, again, he's picking, he's hand-picking fights with older, retired, washed-up MMA fighters. His, his other fight with Ben Askren. Ben Askren's a wrestler. <laughs> he's not a boxer at all, but knocks him out. Tyron Woodley, wrestler, knocks him out. And fight fought a decent boxer, average boxer, I guess, in Tommy Fury, loses by, you know, points. But, like, I want to see what he would do with a solid boxer. I mean, he's talking a lot of trash to his opponents. I mean, let's see how he does well, when, when he fights a legitimate boxer, you know, within the same weight class. Let's not forget, he's fighting a lot of guys who are smaller than him, height and uh, weight-wise, too. Let me let me ask you. Did you watch the Tommy? Because the Tommy Fury fight was part of the Netflix special. Did you did you watch like the I fact saw... that that was a split? The fact that that because everybody everybody thought that that Jake was going to get his butt handed to him. Um, did you watch that fight? It was a split decision. I I Do saw, you give I saw a little a bit more that... credit to Jake for that? Yeah. No. I, I don't get me wrong. Like he's he's got the money to buy the uh, to you know pay the trainers. Um, to to help him and work with him, like he's got some really good coaches. 
Um, I just think that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to give him credit where credit's due. But for him to be this influencer boxer like a lot of these other influencers are going to, uh, a, lot of, a lot of influence, you know, YouTubers are going to or, or Instagram models, whatever you want to call them, I, they need – they're not getting the, – they, they think that the boxing is just a joke to them. Like, they don't I, – I don't think besides Jake, they don't understand the severity uh, of how, uh, like, you know, injuries. And I don't think they understand – the, the training it takes to become even a good boxer, learning your defense, learning your, learning your jabs, you know, how, like how to like just how to, your cardio, everything that goes into it. I don't, I think they take it a lot for granted and think it's just a joke. Like, you know, it's almost like it's it's just another thing for them to make money. Really, that's it. It's like I don't think they take it into consideration like Jake does. But I give him credit for that fight against Tommy Fury. I think it was very close. But in my opinion, if he fought somebody with a little bit more experience than Tommy, he's getting absolutely destroyed. Thanks for my call. Thanks for taking my call. Cameron. Yeah, Cameron, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Um, so I, I, I saw the weigh-in yesterday. Nate Diaz, he has a little bit of a belly. I was surprised. So, uh, you know, don't, don't really don't know a lot what to expect from the fight tonight. By the way, it's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Um, if you have your Disney bundle, you'll be able to watch it. Uh, Mark Ramondi is going to join us from Dallas uh, just to get a little bit more information. Also, uh, we've got Sebastian Salazar, who's going to be joining us in our second hour. We've got the USA women. They've advanced to the round of 16, but can they get past Sweden? I don't believe they can. Does Sebastian? We'll dive into that at 1 o'clock. Cynthia Freeland's going to join us. We'll talk a lot of NFL with you. The Jets, they've already had uh, their one preseason game, the Hall of Fame game, of course. Uh, We know we're not going to see Aaron Rodgers at all uh, for the preseason games. Why? Because you've got those, uh, those, those in those, not in game, but those two, those practices, right? Those uh, joint practices with the Bucks and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, So my, my beef is that's what should air. That's what we should be watching. We'll dive into that. Uh, We'll also talk some giants jets. Cynthia Freeland's going to join us in the second hour. We'll have Joe Wiz who's going to be joining us as well. So jam-packed show, 800-919-3776. The Yankees, they lose to the Astros. Uh, Can they get back in the win column today with Nasty Nestor coming off the IL, going up against Justin Verlander? Boy, does this feel like the Astros of old. Uh, In the Mets, yep, they lose again. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be. Uh, right now at the top of the leaderboard is Russell Henley. If you did tune in to me on Daily Wager, um, shameless plug, not so shameless, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. I told you I had Russell Henley winning this on Wednesday, and you could have gotten it, uh, what was that, 20 to 1. 20 to 1, Russell Henley winning this golf tournament, which is the Wyndham Championship. Uh, now, granted, yes, it's early. It's Saturday. But still, he's at the top of the leaderboard. He's 1,200. Data golf gives him a 38, 38.5% chance of winning this bad, bad boy. Billy Horschel right behind him at 1,100. Both those cats tee off at 150 this afternoon. Um, Billy has 11.4% chance of winning this. Uh, a, a few guys that I liked coming in. Brendan Todd, he's tied for third at 10 under with Lucas Glover as well. Adam Scott is tied for eighth at eight under. Ludwig Adberg, uh, love this guy. Um, and he is tied for eighth at eight under. He tees off at 120. So just to kind of give you an idea, but uh, Russell Henley, if you could get him, hold on, let me see what those odds are. So, um, again, on Wednesday, when I told you to take Russell Henley, it was 20 to 1. Right now, it's plus 210 for him to win it. Not bad. Not 25 to 1. This is why you need to watch Daily Wager. But nonetheless, plus 210. Again, this is your uh, your leaderboard update brought to you by Glenn Fittich Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey, skillfully crafted, enjoy responsibly. Glenn Fitch Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, uh, 40% alcohol by volume, 2023 imported by William Grant in Sons. Uh, that's for sure. Um, uh, some other uh, news and notes out there. Again, the Yankees, unfortunately, they lose to the Astros last night, 7-3. Diaz with a three-run home run on Severino. Severino is 2-6 and six this season with a 7-7-4 ERA. No bueno. The Astros are 10-3 and three against the Yankees this season. 13-7 and seven since the All-Star break. And, uh, and later on today at 1 o'clock and a little over uh, an hour, you've got Verlander who will have his Houston Astros debut. If we want to call it a debut, right? Yeah, I guess this season. Um, <laughs> his walk rate is up. His K rate is down. But you've got Nasty Nestor coming off that 60-day IL. Uh, he's had two rehab starts. In those rehab starts... He's sporting a 5.15 ERA. So not sure what to make of all of this. If you force me to play this, I'd probably play the Astros uh, because we just don't know what we're getting from Nestor. But I'll tell you what I do like, and that's Alvarez over one and a half total bases. Um, Nestor, as we know, uh, in his repertoire, probably 60 to 65% of the time, uh, he's tossing fastballs. And Alvarez has got a 300 batting average against fastballs. So in that game with the Yankees, my play is uh, is Alvarez uh, over one and a half total bases. You've got the Mets. Uh, they're going to be in action later on tonight. Miguel is going up against Kyle Gibson. The Orioles, um, top of the American League East. Who knew, right? They're 5-1 and one, their last six games, 33-21 and 21 at home. As we know, the Mets sellers at the trade deadline. The Orioles were buyers, and they uh, they want to. They've got the Rays on their coattails, so they want to make sure they need to continue to win 
If I was going to play this, I would definitely play the Orioles on the run line, and you could get that at plus 110, plus 110, the Orioles on the run line. Uh, quick break. We've got a special guest who's joining us from Dallas. Uh, Mark Raimondi is going to join us. Uh, a little bit more deeper dive into Jake Paul. Big fight tonight. Jake Paul going up against Nate Diaz. Again, I tuned into that weigh-in yesterday, and Nate Diaz got a little belly. We'll ask Mark about it. I don't know, dad bod? Do you really want a dad bod when you're about to box and you're the main event? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Did you say butterball? I say, <laughs> yeah, you say, Jacob? I, I say yeah, ask butterball. I mean, the belly doesn't stop anything. Oh, okay. All right, well, we'll find out from Mark next. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So, Mark, really thrilled that you're joining us. Really do appreciate it. Love, always love when we have eyes and ears on the ground on the show. I think that makes it special. Um, so first things first, tr- full transparency, full disclosure. I don't really follow boxing, MMA, UFC. I just don't. But the other night I was home. I stumbled across the, across the Jake Paul Netflix special. And I'm like, wow, talk about an American story. It's, it's really, it's, it's unbelievable. So I wanted to bring you on because, you know, again, you've got your finger on the pulse of this fight and I'm sure Jake Paul better than most. So first things first, I'm, 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 I want to assume that you've seen the Netflix special, yes? I've actually not seen it. Uh, I've been uh, traveling quite a bit covering Combat Sports 3 ESPN, so I have not had time to sit down and, uh, and see it, unfortunately. So, so, so maybe you can confirm or deny what, what, I, what I have uh, digested in this, right? Um, Jake Paul and his brother Logan Paul – uh, really rags to which riches really came from not a lot in Ohio became YouTube stars, influencers, and then taught themselves who were good athletes themselves how to fight. And here we are. I mean, a, a lot in between, but pretty much that pretty much sums up the story. Is Is that correct? Can you add more to it? Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. Uh, it is a very unique story, and not only is it a very American story, Nita. Uh, Nita, I would say that it's a very, you know, twenty twenties story, a very Generation Z story, because they made their start, you know, creating videos on Vine when they were just kids. You know, when they were, you know, in their early teens, you know, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years old on Vine. Then they went over to YouTube, and then that's really kind of how they 
became famous, and then and Jake Paul was on a Disney show, and it's it's not it is not your typical origin story for combat sports athletes, right? And, and now here we are in 2023, and on Saturday night tonight, Jake Paul is going to be in a, a massive boxing match against Nate Diaz, who is one of the biggest UFC stars uh, ever. And uh, in Detroit, Logan Paul is going to be one of the, in one of the biggest matches in WWE SummerSlam. And then Logan is going to fly on a private jet after his match and be there in time in Dallas here to walk Jake Paul out for his fight against Nate Diaz. I mean, it is, it's a pretty... And I actually have a story all about that on ESPN.com right now about, about the brothers and, and what they've done. And it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. And, and one of the crazy, crazy things about it is that I think the, the older generations, and, I, and I'm including myself in this, we don't maybe understand. I know that, that people find them kind of obnoxious and, and they're a little controversial. They're polarizing. But you just can't deny what they've been able to do. I mean, it, it is pretty remarkable. Um, yeah, you know, it's when, when I first got in this business, you know, um, and, in hosting, so in, in hosting sports talk radio, I started in Miami and then I went to Baltimore and now I ended up here in New York, but especially when I was in Baltimore, you know, very provincial town and people didn't like me. Like, who's this girl from Miami? She's never <laughs> been to Memorial stadium. She never saw Johnny Unitas play. She's never seen, you know, you know, she, she was, she wasn't an Oriole you know, she wasn't watching the Orioles when Cal Ripken was breaking the record. What makes her think that she could come to Baltimore and, and, and talk sports to us? And so, um, you know, I was very polarizing in that way because there were a number of people who felt that I didn't belong in Baltimore and I didn't belong on the Baltimore airwaves. Uh, but one thing holds true is love or hate somebody, they're going to watch you. And so I got to the point where, like, I just got thick skin. Like, not everybody has to like me in order to listen. They're going to listen to me if they hate me. Right. And I, and I feel like, I feel like the majority, like since I've seen this Netflix special and I've said, Hey, I've said, Hey, have you seen the Netflix special on, on Jake? Oh, I can't stand him. He's a jerk. He's this, he's uh-huh. that. Oh, he's obnoxious. I can't stand him. I hope he loses. I hope he gets his butt kicked. I hope there, there hasn't been one person <laughs> who has said to me like, Oh man, yeah. What a great story. What an amazing mm-hmm. story. Right. So hundred percent, you know, I, I just, 100%. Yeah, I, I just I, I find I find I find this whole thing fascinating. I, I really I like beyond sport, right? I find his story, their story, this whole thing, you know, because again, they're they're athletes, but let's commit like the fact that they have put in the work to train themselves, whether it's WWE, whether it's UFC, MMA, or, or box, like like let's give credit where credits like there's so much commitment to go into that, right? Absolutely, and, and in interviewing both of them for that story on, on, on ESPN.com, one of the things Logan told me is that at, at their core, they're just, they're just naturally great at marketing, and it's something that they've developed since they were in their young teens, right, on, on Vine and on YouTube, and they, they just have this uncanny ability to engage and connect with people. And they found in combat sports kind of the perfect destination for them you know, for, for two guys who, they, you know, they wrestled a little bit in high school and college, you know, amateur, but nothing like, uh, nothing that was going to, in their minds, be anything that was going to be a career. But combat sports is, is one of those uh, kind of weird spaces where if you have a following and people care about you and people are engaged with you, 
in any way, and they happen to have you know millions and millions of followers on social media, you can you can make a career out of combat sports because it's not like you know the NBA. Like if you have a lot of followers, you can't go play you know four for the Chicago Bulls. You know you can't go play you know uh, first base for the Anaheim Angels, the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, whatever you want to call them now. But you can headline a big boxing event. And that's what Jake Paul has proven and done. And you can go into WWE and become a big star right away, like Logan has done, even without any experience. It's just the, the nature of that space and the nature of kind of where we are in 2023 with social media being so powerful. It's, it's really wild. Uh, Mark Raimondi is, is, is joining us now. Again, uh, you can see his stuff all over ESPN. Uh, he's got his finger on the pulse of this fight better than most. So let's dive into it. Um, Nate Diaz, uh, this will be his boxing debut. I did watch the weigh-in yesterday. Dude's got a belly. Like, what's up with that? Like, <laughs> he's got, yeah, he's got a dad bod. What? Well, the- Nate, Nate Diaz, uh, Nate Diaz was in the UFC for 17 years. This, this is his first fight outside mm-hmm. the UFC since he was really, he was in his young, you know, early twenties and he's 38 now. And he fought the majority of his career in the UFC at 155 pounds and 170 pounds, and this fight is at 185 pounds. So it is well heavier than Nate Diaz has ever fought at, and that is kind of in order to fight Jake Paul because Jake Paul is, is bigger. You know, he walks around heavier, so he's kind of like meeting meeting Jake Paul at a weight that that Jake Paul is is better at. You know, than Nate Diaz would be better at. I'm sure Nate Diaz would prefer to have had this fight at 175 pounds, 170 pounds. But he's not. He's fighting at at 185. A lot of people think that favor that will favor Jake Paul, and I and I tend to agree with that. But the, even even though he doesn't look like he has the greatest physique in the world, Anita, Nate Diaz actually is known for his cardiovascular durability. Uh, he has some of the best, uh, one of the best gas tanks in UFC history. He does triathlons. He, he's he's an incredible cardiovascular athlete even though he may not look like it by his physique and he's he's never he's never had abs even when he was in the UFC he never really had abs but I mean he outlasts almost all of his opponents in in MMA and that's probably one of the keys to this fight tonight against Jake Paul is that is that it's 10 rounds and a lot of people think if it goes late Nate Diaz will have the advantage late well Jake Paul is favored minus 425 so what does that mean folks it means you've got to lay $425 for every $100 you want to win. Mm-hmm. Now you can wager that Jake Paul, again, Jake Paul is 6-1 and one with four KOs. You could wager that he will win, uh, you know, with a KO uh, at plus money. I want to say it's like plus 120, something like that. Over under seven and a half rounds. Uh, under seven and a half rounds is minus 110. Just to kind of give you an idea. Uh, and, and, uh, and Nate Diaz is uh he's getting he's getting some plus money here i mean he's he's a huge dog in this matchup Mm -hmm. so with that being said how do you see this bout playing out mark well it's kind of it's kind of like what i said so uh, jake paul has he has power he's he's 26 maybe he has his 38 so he's going to be the younger athlete He's, he's the better you know athlete as far as just intangibles go just as far as attributes go He's going to have more power in his hands, but he has shown in previous fights, and he's never fought 10 rounds before. He's only fought eight rounds. Uh, he has shown in past fights that he does tire in, in the middle to late rounds, and I think that is the key to Nate Diaz. If he can weather the early storm, 
Jake Paul is definitely going to come out hot. He's definitely going to try to knock Nate Diaz out early. And Nate Diaz has never really been knocked out, knocked out in MMA. He's, he's been he's been TKO where the referee stops the fight, but he's never really we've never seen him flat on his back, you know, unconscious. That's never happened in in and he's been you know fighting for two decades. Uh, so I, I think the the key for Diaz is to try to get it into the middle of the late round, hope that Jake Paul starts to gas out to tire out, and then he can turn it on because he will have probably the better cardio. And ten rounds is a long time. But that's also a long time for an MMA fighter because MMA fighters only fight, you know, they fight three, you know, three rounds of five minutes or, or five rounds of five minutes. So ten rounds of three minutes is going to be a long haul for both of them. It's going to be really interesting. And, and one of the things about this fight is that, you know, this is not the, like Spence Crawford that was last week where this is, a, you know, a you know, huge title fight, two of the best times around. It's not like that, but they're both stars. You know, they're both stars that people really, really care about. And they, there's a lot of stakes for both of them in this fight. A lot of stakes. To go the distance is plus 165. To not go the distance is minus 225. Mm-hmm. Any, play, any play there? Well, again, 10 rounds is a, is a long time. I, I right. think that... I think, I think yeah, that but, but again, people... but really, really quick, Mark, uh, watching the Netflix special, Jake Paul's been training in, in Puerto Rico... And has been uber committed. He feels that he's in the best shape he's ever been. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, he's he's been yeah, training no, really hard I, down there in I Puerto Rico. I think that's right. He he really does, uh, and that's one of the things too. Is like you know people criticize, and yes, I mean they're, you know, they rub people the wrong way, and they're and they're controversial. The Paul brothers, but they're incredible athletes, and and they also. You know, they also benefited from the fact that they already had a lot of money coming into combat sports, so they can afford the best training, they can afford the best nutrition, they can afford the best strength and conditioning. So he ha- he has all those things at his disposal. And mm-hmm. and look, Nate Diaz is Nate Diaz is known for you know smoking marijuana, you know, while he's training. You know, he's <laughs> but he does triathlon, so it's like it very much it's very much like the like the you know the great athlete. Against the fu- against the guy who's just a fighter, you know, plain and simple, just a fighter. He's been fighting his whole life. He's from you know the streets of Stockton, California. He grew up, uh, you know, very very poor, um, and he's just been fighting. And, and Jake Paul is kind of like the like the rich kid, you know, now who who has all like the has all the things at his disposal, all the resources. And Nate Diaz is still kind of like the, the brawler, even though Nate has made quite a bit of money in the UFC as well. It's uh, it's pretty wild. Before I let you go, any 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 other fight on the card that you that you're looking forward to tonight that we there's a few that interesting you feel fights should... on the card. Yeah, okay. there's a few interesting fights on the card tonight. I mean, the the co-main event is Amanda Serrano against Heather Hardy, and Amanda Serrano is is one of the most decorated women's boxers of all time, and she was in uh she was in probably the biggest women's boxing match ever last year at Madison Square Garden against Katie Taylor. And that is a rematch that is still kind of up in the air. If she wins tonight and she is favored, that's definitely something that could be on the table for the future for, for her. Um, and Katie Taylor was a very close fight. Taylor won by a split decision, and some people thought Toronto won. And, uh, bo- you know, both those women made, you know, a million dollars in that fight, which is, the, you know, the highest purses ever for, for women in the boxing. And she's part of Jake Paul's team. So in addition, talking about Jake Paul, in addition to his own, you know, boxing and how well he's done, he has also uh, he has own, he has his own promotion and he has promoted Amanda Serrano and he's he's really lifted women's boxing. He has another women's boxer on the card tonight too, Shadeja Green, 
who uh, could face Clarissa Shields in the future, who's also one of the best pound-for-pound women's boxers. So he's also done a lot for boxing and not just himself. And people kind of overlook that about him because, again, he's you know maybe not the you know the most likable person, but he has actually done quite a bit for women's boxing. Great stuff, Mark. Really do appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you so much. Enjoy the fight tonight. My pleasure, Anita. Thank you. You got it. Uh, Mark Raimondi joining us. Uh, you want to read more information about this fight? Head over to ESPN.com. Check out his column. And I highly recommend if you've got some time this afternoon, you've got an hour, hour and 30 minutes to spare. Watch the Netflix special to get you ready for the fight tonight. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Really phenomenal course right there in Jersey City. Easy to get to. Uh, is in such great shape, was, uh, was, was out there last week, and, uh, and it's just tremendous. Also, it's hosting my golf tournament that I'm going to have um, coming your way August 16th. Uh, let's go to Richard in Manhattan. Richard, welcome in. Anita, any Yankee, by the way, whenever I want to get a laugh, Aaron Boone saying, outside of the 18 strikeouts, we got some pretty good swings. I've never heard anything more funny in all my years 62 years of watching sports never but i don't blame aaron boone he's been drugged he's been he's been told he doesn't know what he said he just knows he has to go out there and represent the team and the yankees and just pat everyone on the back so anyone who calls up and thinks that aaron boone can be fired there is no way now you can call up and criticize moves that he makes because that's thinking so you're thinking you would have done this you would have done that maybe they're saying the analytics say it which i understand but that's going back and forth but when somebody says something like that i wish he didn't talk after the game because that's more insulting to hear these kind of answers than I'd have, I'm sure me and every other sports fan in New York would rather hear that the manager just doesn't want to speak. He's too distraught, and he doesn't want to say something wrong. But to say something like he said, that's how robotic the Yankees have made this poor guy become. And that's what they want. So this is what you're going to get. To think that he'll be fired, it'll never happen. They love it. He, he doesn't even realize what he said. He just knows he has to represent the Yankees, not put anyone. It's, it's comical, Anita, but anyone who calls up and wastes their time thinking that he can be fired, impossible, unless he does something, you know, that or puts the Yankees in a bad light or something like that, or fights with a fan or fights with a player. There's no way he's going to be fired. This is what the Yankees want. It is comical how much they've, they've made this guy become like this. Uh, it's ridiculous. I don't even like listening to him before or after games because it's all programmed. That's all it is. Now, I do enjoy watching the game and seeing what I would have done differently this because it's still a challenge baseball-wise and strategic, uh, strategy-wise to see how you differ from what – and that's fine. But to think that this guy will be – no, this is exactly what the Yankees want. It'll never change. And it's so funny – 
that I can't even think of anything more funny in my life. I mean, I've heard Tom Lasorda go on a tirade once when they asked him about Dave Kingman, hit the three home runs off his pitching staff. He went crazy because he felt from the heart, and he spoke, and, he, and it was an expletive-laden uh, diatribe after. And stuff like that is funny in a different kind of way. This was funny because he really has no sense of what he said. He is so programmed to be this way. I think it's awful. I think the way, and I think it's a waste of time. You know, Michael K. loves to say that when somebody doesn't speak to the media, they're not speaking to the fan. No, that's not true. If a guy is too distraught and doesn't want to talk about the game, I respect that. I remember Bernard King after a game, you couldn't even look. He'd walk off the court with his head down. He wouldn't even look at the. You think yeah, he would shake Larry Bird's hand after the game? Listen, appreciate the, appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. Here's what the problem is. Um, you, you get fined, okay? You, you, you know, there are rules now uh, in, in professional sports, and you've got, to, you've got to talk to the media. You've got to talk to the media. You can't not talk to the media. Um, you know, and the Yankees have just been, have been bad. I think it's, I, I, he, sounds like a, he sounds like a broken record to me, right? Like, it's, it, it has gotten comical now. In regard to, to Boone's post-game uh, press conferences, uh, especially after a loss, but you know, I, I've been talking about it for a good two years now. I had Ben Ruda on the show, former Yankee, spent a lot of time in the minors. He's opened up the curtain for us to take a look inside, and. I, I truly believe that, that Aaron Boone is being totally controlled by the analytics. The Yankees are one of the teams in Major League Baseball that is so committed to analytics. So I, re, I, I, I refrain from, from criticizing Aaron Boone because at the end of the day, do we know how many decisions are truly his? Or how many? what are the decisions that are coming down from the analytics department, the analytics room. We don't know. But based on what I've heard, it's a big amount. It's a large percentage. So does, does he not work for the Yankees? Whoever, whatever manager comes in and works for the Yankees is going to, if the Yankees are that committed to their analytics department, whatever manager comes in, it's not going to change. Unless you have a manager come in and say, ah, oh, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to the analytics. I'm not going to, well, then he probably won't get, get hired. So, you know, for folks calling in, oh, Boone stinks. He sucks. He's got to go. Cashman's got to go. Like, okay, Cat, well, if they bring in another uh, front office guy, uh, then now do the Yankees take a step back in regard to analytics? Who's all in on analytics? Is it Cashman? How much is how much is Cashman in on analytics? I would love I would love to know the organizational culture. You know, is it ownership? Is it somebody else in the front office? That why the Yankees are so die hard on making predominantly all their decisions based on analytics. You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety eight point seven. ESPN.